do you own a home? And I use that term. I, I can quote, I can air quote that term. Do you own a home? Do you have furniture that you're paying for, paying a store for technically to get that furniture? You know, are you, quote, renting to own? You need to understand something. There are people out there who are acting as lenders to make it possible for you to do that. Now, you may kind of be going, duh, right about now, but I want to point something out that maybe you don't understand. And I'm not, I'm not going to get too deep in this because I'm going to discuss it in my notes here in a minute. But those people have to make money to survive, and they don't just make money by lending you money and you having you pay it back. We're going to talk today on the idea of forgiving interest on the daily summation from Kurt's Religion and Politics. I'm your host, Tom Curtin. Today is Friday, the 8th of April of 2022, that, um, uh, that end of the week day for most people, end of the work week day for most people. Welcome aboard on for everybody who's here on Rumble, on the podcast, on YouTube, on BitChute, on CloudHub, on my Facebook page. That's that's CloudHub, by the way, C-L-O-U-T Hub. Uh, my Facebook page, that's the Kurtz Religion and Politics page on Facebook on KurtzReligionPolitics.locals.com, on MindsMINDS.com, on the Kurtz Religion and Politics group primarily there, on Parlor, on Gavin, on Twitter, uh, or wherever else you happen to be finding me today. The subject for today is forgiving interest, and I will go ahead and go through my notes, and this hopefully will give you some idea where I'm coming from. I want to make one thing entirely clear while we start out here. I do not support predatory lending practices. I just don't. They're wrong. When people charge insane rates of interest on loans or crazy fees, penalties, or other charges, not only should they be brought before the law, they should also be required to repay their unreasonable add-ons. It used to be there were laws on the books, like those against usury, that made it so unreasonable lending practices were illegal right? I would assume that's still the case, though I haven't done the research to confirm it's, it still is. I'll also acknowledge readily that folks are doing things to get around these laws. That means the laws need to be revised or clarified, maybe, to disallow those practices. I'm not saying definitely. Maybe they're perfectly fine how they are and they're not being enforced or dealt with properly. Having said that, though, I want to start today's conversation in earnest by talking about loans and maybe more importantly, interest. Let's start with a simple example. If you walk up to me and ask me to, quote, lend and to quote you $5, I do so, and in the course of time, you pay me back. That's great. Fine. On the other hand, most people don't have the money to lend someone uh, what they need to pay for, say, a house or a car. This is why lending entities of various kinds exist. In the lend me $5 scenario, there's not a lot there. I give you $5, you pay me back over the course of time. In other lending, though, there are people managing the loans, calculating repayment, and frankly put, the person who owns the business must get paid. And a bunch of other people, that's what I'm getting at here. There are a whole bunch of people doing a whole bunch of things to make that loan happen. It's no different than you going to work every day in order to collect a paycheck. Those pay people do what they do as a service. Just like most other people, they expect 
to be paid for that service. How does that payment occur? Typically through interest. Sometimes you could say fees, charges, and so forth, but most of it, the lion shares through interest. Put simply, when they lend money at a low interest rate, they make very little back on what was lent. It's hard for them then to pay employees or take their earnings when that happens. The lower their interest rate, the, the interest rate, the harder it is to survive off of the loans. On top of this, it's often true that the money they lend is given to them by others as an investment. Those folks expect <clears throat> returns too, excuse me. You may think forgiving interest is no big deal. Let me assure you, if you believe that, you are wrong. I'm going to say this again. There are people out there who very obviously are lending at rates and with fees and fines and so forth that are unreasonable. And those people should be taken to task for what they're doing. When you sign a contract to, pay, to uh, get money that somebody else lends you at a certain rate of interest, and then you decide that it's unreasonable for them to expect you to pay what you said you were going to. You need to understand that what you're doing is you're taking something that's all been calculated out, very likely down to the penny. You're taking that and you're throwing it way out of whack. And you're making it so that people don't make any money. It's akin to telling somebody you can only charge this much for your widget. It's the same thing. If you tell people you can only charge this much in interest unless you make it known in advance that that's the case and keep to that and have usury laws or similar, like I say, to cover that that's the case, you're not doing anybody any favors when you come back later on and say, um, oh, yeah, you know, we, I told you you could charge this much in interest, but you can really only charge that much. It's not okay to do that. That money that is being put, okay, look, you get interest, maybe you get interest on your checking or your savings account, right? Maybe you've got some investment vehicles that have interest on them. Part of that process is people lending people money at higher rates of interest and then taking a part of the interest that they make from those individuals and paying it to people, to companies, to whatever it happens to be as a return on investment. And if they don't make any interest off the money that they're lending you, guess what? The money that they can promise other people for the money that they're investing in for you. Think about this for a second. Most lending institutions, when we talk about banks or mortgage companies or whatever, what happens is there are investors who are investing monies in, money in that process. And those investors are expecting to get paid. And if you tell people, oh, the, the interest rate on that money uh, that I'm lending out is 3%, and I still have to pay my employees and everything else out of that, out of what happens there, what do you suppose I'm able to give as a rate to the people who have invested? One? One and a half percent? They're not keeping up with inflation on the money that they've got doing that. 
The point is, you can't just tell people, we're going to forgive the interest on this and expect it not to make a, have a major impact on the people who are lending that money. And you can call them usurious or whatever you want to, all you want, but if they told you, uh, yeah, you know, we're going to lend you this money and we're going to lend it to you at this rate, then that's what's supposed to happen and that's what you should be counting on. And I'm sorry that you think what should happen is those people who lent you the money should suddenly begin to forgive you the interest. It's not about inflation. It's not about inflation. In fact, as inflation goes higher, interest rates tend to go higher, their money that they're getting back tends to be worth less, their employees tend to want more, uh, the people who they're paying back would like to a uh, greater return on investment, and they're not going to get any of that. That's not going to change at all. When people lend other people money, that interest that they're getting back is not some way for them to skin the person to whom they're lending the money. Don't get me wrong. There are people who are predatory lenders and who will do exactly that, and I'm not denying it. But the point is the majority of people who are lending folks money are doing so with the idea that they're going to get some sort of return for the various things that they're going to have to do, including pay for their own house, pay for their own car, pay for their own insurance and so forth, health insurance and whatever it happens to be. They're looking at all of that as a part of what that interest is going to help to do. Now, again, there are fees and fines and so forth, but nobody likes to pay those. And lots of times you don't have to. That's not how that works. So the interest must be there in order to make things work properly. That's just how that works. So if you're thinking to yourself, we need to start forgiving interest or even reducing interest on something, you are maybe somewhat unaware of what people are saying. This is what I was saying about what Tim Poole said the other day. Tim, these guys were talking about how they should maybe reduce or forgive the interest. And I'm saying, guys, if you do that, there are people who are surviving off of that, who are living off of that. And I'm not even talking about the owners of the lending institutions. I'm talking about people in the bank. They're not getting money off of you earning interest on a checking account. They're not getting that. That money is coming from loans of various kinds that have been made and that are paying back that make it so that the various people working there get what it is that they're supposed to be getting back. Okay? This is what you need to understand about interest. You may not like it, but that's the reality. Okay. I need to go and wrap things up. This has been the Daily Summation from Kurt's Religion and Politics. I'm your host on Curtain. Today is Friday, the 8th of April, 2022. That would be the beginning of the Sabbath for those who observe it at sundown today. Tomorrow then will be Saturday, the 9th of April of 2022, and that'll be that ending of the Sabbath at sundown on Saturday. Hope your Sabbath is a good one if, in fact, you do observe it. Um, thank you for everyone who's been here on Rumble, on the podcast, on YouTube, on BitChute, on CloudHub, on my Facebook page. That's the Kurtz Religion Politics dot on Facebook. Excuse me, not dot anything on Facebook. Kurtz Religion Politics dot locals dot com. Mines m i n d m i n d s dot com. Uh, primarily on the Kurtz Religion Politics group there, on Parler, on Gab, on Twitter, or where else, where, wherever else. Blah, my tongue isn't working quite right today. You happen to be catching me today. Subject for day, today has been um, forgiving interest. And tomorrow we're going to talk about a question that I have, and it is, are biolabs reasonable? And I'm going to make some contentions that I think some people maybe are not thinking or considering. But that's what we're going to talk about tomorrow. Hope you're having a good day today. 
Hope everything is going well for you on this last day of the work week for a lot of folks. And hopefully we will see you again on Saturday's edition of the Daily Submission from Church Religion and Politics. The speaker on this edition of the Daily Summation is Kurt Schubert. This video was created on Friday, April 8th of 2022. The Daily Summation is created for Kurt's religion and politics. Thanks for watching today's edition of the Daily Summation from Kurt's religion and politics. Don't forget to come back tomorrow uh, to check out the next one. Remember, on various platforms, primarily Rumble, YouTube, BigShoot, and CloudHub, and the audio podcast, you can subscribe to my content. For the audio podcast, you probably want to use Apple, Google, or Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or Spotify. In order to find me on those platforms, you can go to the Kurtz Religion and Politics channels on Rumble, YouTube, BitChute, and CloudHub. You can also get to my content on Facebook by finding the Kurtz Religion and Politics page there. Minds, M-I-N-D-S dot com, uh, you, where you will find me at the Kurtz Religion and Politics group. And KurtzReligionAndPolitics.Locals.com as well. You can look there. I post my daily video on various social media sites. Really only about three, Parlor, Gab, and Twitter at present. I am at KP Schubert on each of them. You can find me under them and you can find the videos under me. Uh, you should be able to find my podcasts on Google and Apple Podcasts and Spotify. It's also on podcasts.kpshubert.com. That's podcasts with an S dot k-p-s-h-u-b-e-r-t dot com. Uh, if, if you're looking for me on various of the podcast sites, you probably want to search Kurtz Religion and Politics, not the Daily Summation. Keep in mind, you can subscribe to my content various on various places that I put it. Uh, all constructive feedback is welcome. You can like, dislike, add a rumble, or give whatever feedback is available on any of the platforms that you can do such things. You can add, also add a comment on what I put there. Unless you're advertising or doing something that I believe will harm others, I'll leave your comments out there even if I don't agree with or understand them. I will try to let you know I've seen them when possible and may reply if I feel it's reasonable, appropriate, and possible, of course. Thanks again for viewing this edition of the Daily Summation for Kurtz Politics. Don't forget to come back again for tomorrow's as well.